Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families Podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families. Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families, and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited you're here with us. If you haven't already, please take a minute, hit the subscribe button. We would love to alert you when new podcasts come out all the great content and speakers and authors that we have on our podcast. We would be excited to have you as part of our community. Yes, you guys, we are so excited because we have the Reeds in the house today. We have Sean and Lynette Reed. You guys, welcome again. Yes, welcome back. Hey. hey, hello. Yeah, we're, we're grateful to be back with you guys. We're excited. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we just love you guys so much and all the wisdom and the funny. And you guys are just some amazing <laughs> authors. If if you have been following us for a while, you guys, you might remember um, the reads were on here previously before. And we went over their book. Not Just Roommates. Not Just, Not just roommates. roommates. Not yes. Just Roommates. Yes. And that is an amazing book. And so Scott pulls it out every once in a while. And, you know, we'll be like, hey, Vanessa this you kind of you kind of feeling like a roommate right now so yeah yeah we we love that book (laughs) and guys before we introduce them and complete if if you want to get a chance to to see them in action they are a part of the exo marriage team and they've done great amazing work we were blessed to be with them in houston and they were absolutely amazing. But if you get a chance, you can probably go to exomarriage.com and check them out as well. Yeah. So a little bit more about the reads, you guys. For 12 years, they have spoken to thousands of people at marriage conferences, workshops, retreats, and churches. Uh, speaking at Exo Marriage Conference, what Scott was just talking about. And that is the largest marriage conference in the world, you guys. And it is absolutely amazing. It will bless your marriage. If you have not tuned into that, please do. Um, Also, as well as the Lakewood Church Marriage Retreat in Houston, Texas, they travel regularly throughout the country on a mission to build families that leave legacies. And I just love that. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just so important. Um, In addition, Sean and Lynette have over 250,000 views, y'all, on their YouTube videos that provide marriage coaching for couples. And they're just amazing. If y'all aren't following them, I need you to go do that right now. Go do it. Um, they are also published authors of God of the Valley and Not Just Roommates, which is the book we were just talking about, which is a roadmap to intimacy in marriage. And then this new amazing resource called Marriage in Transition. We are going to be diving into that today. Um, the Reeds live with their three kids in Greenville, North Carolina, where they're the marriage and family pastor, uh, life pastors of Open Door Church. So go follow them there, too. I always love watching Pastor Sean Lynette preach. And y'all did the one recently, not too long ago, with the boxing gloves. And I was watching that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. So <laughs> they are awesome. But you guys, again, welcome back to the podcast. It's just an honor and a blessing to have you guys with us. We just... We love y'all so much and um, just all the encouragement and wisdom that y'all give for marriages and families. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we appreciate that. And um, I just want to say to you guys, just be encouraged. I just, I'm grateful to have connected with you all and we're excited about what God is doing in and through you all's ministry mm-hmm. uh, to families all around. So let's, let's just keep you guys on have, doing it. Um, I mean, y'all have amazing hearts. You're just, mm-hmm. your hearts on a platter. You Aww. can see them. And so, yeah. You guys are special, so we love y'all's ministry. Oh, thank well, thank you. you. Love you guys y'all. are so sweet. Yeah, do the 
do the, the tricks. <laughs> yeah, family. Oh, it's all good. Well, hey, I know some people are seeing you guys for the first time. So let's, yeah. we're going to dive into a little bit about your background. Tell us a little bit more yeah. about you guys, your family, the dynamics of your family, and anything else you'd like to tell the audience. Hobbies. Yeah. Well, okay. So fun fact, we were married at 18 years old. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, we were high school sweethearts and we have, like you said earlier, three adult children in college. Mm -hmm. And so they are almost off the payroll. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and one of the biggest things that we just enjoy doing, I guess you can say hobby, is we love to travel. Mm-hmm. So we love like experiencing different cultures yes. and the food and just diving into different cities. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. I was watching y'all cook not too long ago. I'm always watching y'all. Sorry, y'all not to be creeping, but I can't remember. I think it was, it was maybe we, it we, was. We, we stalked you guys too. I just want y'all to oh, Okay. Yeah, we do too. Um, but y'all were cooking. I think, it, I don't know if it was stew or something, but like, and I think it was you, Sean, you were like, that's the best I've ever, that is, that is the best. Or maybe it was you. I can't remember, but yeah. it was. I, I think I was making, I was making gumbo. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And she, she decided to, I think you were videoing while Probably. I was uh, cooking some gumbo. And let me tell you something. Gumbo is one of the best dishes in the world, first oh, and foremost. Love it. Um, but then I'm so passionate about it because yeah. I, I love food. I, I want y'all to understand. The he's the he's the chef. Oh, yeah, and good. and so, you know, gumbo is like soup for the soul. soul. You know, the it just, soul. Just, yes, I have to agree with you, Sean. Absolutely. Well, love I love. That. You know, what's funny is, and I, and I think every marriage is in a different season. And, you know, I, I love mm-hmm. when you guys talk about your kids in college. I love that. They're getting close to being off the payroll. That's mm, that, that is, is hilarious. That is big time right there, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and traveling, cooking, and all that stuff. And I'm like Vanessa, we'll yeah. get there eventually. We're we're in the we're in the <laughs> we're in how like, do we feed you as quick as possible so we could go to sleep phase. Well, no, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Sean, you put a post out about being in the grind, and you were saying like you know there was a season for the grind, and I was like, brother, that is where we are at because we have yeah. four boys yeah. at three different schools, and they're all in baseball. So. Yeah, you know well, when you talk yeah. about the cooking. We, we, like, we, yeah. Well, I, I, that's literally segue into marriage and transition. Mm-hmm. To be honest, yeah. because we we were at a point where um, I think systematically Lynette was phenomenal, especially when the kids were younger. Um, you know, at one point the Lord spoke to her, and you can share with him what, what your thoughts was on that, but he spoke to her about something. And we were always in agreement that we were going to raise our children uh, to be great leaders. Uh, but the Lord spoke to you. you yeah. Know. So, you know, early on when the kids were younger, probably around when Brandon was maybe four, because they were all at home. So maybe around mm-hmm. three. So about they're maybe yeah, four, three. three and one, something like that. And I was a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, three kids under the age four. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And uh, one day, one day, the Lord, in my desperation, I was just praying and worshiping. And the Lord said, hey, I gave you leaders. And so I need you to raise them as leaders. Mm. And that literally changed the way I approached parenting. Mm. And so I began to put them on a daily schedule. So just like they would have a schedule at daycare or at school, they woke up at a certain time, Mm. they had nap time, they had recess, we took field trips, Mm. read books, Mm. put them down. So I I began to 
treat them as leaders. Yeah. And then we we made the investment of saying, listen, we're going to take you to a science center. We're going to make sure that you're educated mm. as much as we can possibly do yeah. on our end. And so we yeah. uh, constantly had visits to the library. Like we had to recognize mm. like we weren't going to allow like to happen to us and our family, yeah. but we were going to bring it. Every yeah. day we were going to show up and invest within our children as well as our marriage. Mm, and so we great. set up our date nights and um, we put our family beneath God. So it was God, it was going to be our marriage, and then it was going to be our children mm, because great. that's our legacy. And yeah. so whatever the legacy is that we dreamed about having um, for the future, mm -hmm. we had to move into the different seasons of okay, now they're at this age, now they're in junior yeah. high, yeah. now they're in high school, and each level it tests you uniquely. Yeah. And so you have to rise to face that test with a new way of being able to shape what the household should be in that season. Yeah. Man, I love that's it. good. Yeah. I love it. Well, you talked about your new book, Marriage in Transition. So let's dive yeah. into this beauty. So tell us about yeah. the book. And, and I know there's a lot in the book. So maybe let me ask the first goal question. What was the goal of writing the book? Well, part of the part of it is it was about four years ago mm -hmm. and Lynette and I were having a conversation about um, a season that we were in. We were literally moving, uh, shifting our perspective a little bit about we had been lead pastors at that point for about 11 years. Mm -hmm. And God was opening doors for us to speak nationally mm -hmm. and also shifting our passion for speaking into the lives of leaders. And then our children were in high school and they were getting prepared to go to college and everything. And so um, we have faced, though, similar uh, trials and tests in our lives, or as the, the subtitle of the book, Seasons of Uncontrollable Change, mm -hmm. right? We, we had these moments, and what we realized is there was tension between us that was very similar mm -hmm. as we continue to face the same um, uh, different seasons of challenge and, and uncontrollable change. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. what we realized was like, there was a point where we were having this conversation and, and during the talk, I was like, I think that we have to adjust and like put our foot down and say, you know what, no matter what comes, yeah. Yeah. we're going to protect this. And we have to be a different kind of, of, of people, a more mature uh, level or version of ourselves mm -hmm. in this new season um, and she was in agreement and we just started talking and we were just like, you know, we never were taught necessarily yeah. how to navigate transitions together as a couple, but we're facing, we may face the same circumstances, mm. but how she uniquely mm. reacts emotionally or physically or in, in how I react is totally unique. Yeah. And, mm. and so finding our way to one another and facing um, those seasons of uncontrollable change as a team and not allowing transition to the actually divide the home that was really the heart behind it yeah wow no and that's good because you hear that phrase trapped in transition you know and if you're mm -hmm. not if you're not careful like you can stay there and you can stay in whatever you know yeah. if, if if it's if it's a season of like transition that's causing grief or maybe it's you know your kids mm -hmm. are leaving the house and going to college or you know you're i don't know retiring or something you can you can get stuck and yeah. stay there yeah. and then it can and well, I, I just think else. it's I think it's really interesting, you know, as married couples and you guys have been together since you were 18. Mm -hmm. All the transitions teach us the way all <laughs> of the all of the, you know, 
this didn't used to be that way. This is new. This is new. And, and, and in ministry, mm-hmm. obviously, you're getting different, uh, you know, God's opening different doors for you. Uh, I know in, in our marriage, and I know blended families all over who listen to this, they, they get comfortable in a season, and then things mm-hmm. change. Mm. But how right. do you remain connected to your spouse through change? Uh, how do you yeah. remain connected to your spouse through, and I love how you use the word uncontrollable change. That's, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the part that's the, the kicker is the stuff that you can't necessarily control outside of your marriage affecting your marriage. So I, yeah. I, I think it's phenomenal. I, uh, I can't wait to yeah. dig down deep in it. We touch on that. Uh, that's a big aspect of mm-hmm. the book, um, how to stay unified in times of transition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we discuss in there that communication is huge. Mm-hmm. Just uh, having an environment in your home mm-hmm. to where you can sit down mm-hmm. and really be transparent yeah. and vulnerable with your spouse and letting them know, hey, this is what I'm feeling. And that way, as you guys go through transition, you're really going through them together, hand in hand, Mm -hmm. you both being fully aware of what the other person is going through. Yeah. And and the thing I'll say about that, she said communication. And I know, you know, we're in the the marriage ministry world. And so if anybody's ever looked for wisdom for marriage, you're going to talk about communication. But the thing about it is that communication is a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. And most people assume that they're excellent communicators Mm -hmm. and that the other person should just get their language. But the truth is um, (laughs) our our languages change. Mm -hmm. Our circumstances change. We change. And so if we're uh, coming into a relationship with our our family background dynamics mm-hmm. and how they communicate and their traditions and habits. And then we come into now this marriage and we're trying to merge whatever yeah. history the, the people have come from. And we're, we're trying to find ourselves like, okay, how are we on the same page? Yeah. Yeah. Communication becomes a huge step in that. And so the book is laying out ways yeah. that couples can meet together and connect Yep. And say, you know what? We're not going to allow anything mm-hmm. to divide our relationship. And and it could, you know, not only be uh, communication in the sense of there may be tension between the two of you, mm-hmm. but just the fact that I may be depressed, but then he may be enjoying the moment of this transition. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to rain on his, beh- you know, yeah. parade, or I don't want to bring things down. And so, I quiet myself Mm. so that he can have this moment and that's not his heart for me. So sometimes it's not about the tension within the transition, but it's just about how you feel Mm -hmm. and and you being open. We talked, there's a a couple um, in the book that we did an interview with and it was very, very similar. They just had a baby um, and she was going through mm-hmm. postpartum depression mm-hmm. and he was happy just to be a first time dad. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, those don- dynamics are very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. I mean, no, go ahead. That, that was the part that, that got me triggered, uh, you know, was when you're going through transition and, you know, it's not just the circumstances of changing, but you're both experiencing it differently. Yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I'm excited about this. She's not. <laughs> She's really excited <laughs> about this, and I'm really not. Uh, you know, so yeah. I see those those challenges as they affect marriage, 
and and, mm-hmm. and respectful communication and patience, I'm sure, is 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 a is a huge virtue in remaining connected through that. Well, what I was about to say is patience is 100%, I think, a virtue that's that's necessary. But then there are other times when um, sometimes the person is actually leaning towards procrastination. Mm, yeah. And and you have another person who's like, hey, man, we need to make this thing happen because we got deadlines and you're still in processing. And, is she po- and is it's she time to make a decision, you know. <laughs> I'm totally pointing at him because we're in our writing season, y'all. And everything you're saying, Sean, oh. I'm like, that's right, brother. Like, <laughs> keep going, Sean. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, so, no, that's perfect because that's where we are. I mean, um, if, if you know, pe- people can be at a point where all of a sudden uh, their parents are aging yeah. and they need to figure out how they're going to best support uh, the parents. Well, that's a transition that you can kind of foresee coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you aren't talking about it, mm-hmm. what, what, what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And so someone's going to end up feeling the burden of taking care of the other mm-hmm. person's parent. Yeah. And they may have to move in with them yeah. or they need to choose the nursing home. Like, yeah. but if you're already 50 mm-hmm. and you're not having these types of discussions, then you're at the point where, uh, You've been patient, but now you need to step forward. And then in other cases, mm. some people are too anxious yeah. mm. and they're they're trying to force a decision and the other person is still in processing and they definitely need to be patient. And again, this is where communication becomes like really huge yeah. because we have to learn one another's personalities, mm-hmm. our communication styles, and we have to know emotionally where we are. Yeah. No, that's so good. And all of that, I think, wraps around like, how you can stay unified, which is something you mentioned just a little bit ago, Lynette, about being in unity when you are in those transition seasons. So if you are communicating, if you're, you know, if you know your partner's personality style and how to give information and also how to receive it, that can keep you unified. But Mm -hmm. it goes to my next question, which in section two of the book, you guys have the three pathways to unity for your marriage. And so, which was humility, the paths of values and the path of negotiation. I like that. Yeah. We negotiating? Yes. We always negotiate. We negotiate. Yeah. But yeah, can you guys <laughs> dive into that and just, you know, hit those, hit those three and just talk about them a little bit? Ooh, that's hard to do. Yeah. Let's <laughs> hit those three. <laughs> You're the wordsmith. Oh my goodness. Um, I will say humility is important in that so long as I'm right and she's wrong, then she's the, the relationship is losing. Yeah. Um, and, and so when couples head into decision-making to prove their point, they are also engaging in making their spouse then um, the enemy. And you can't move forward in that mm. spirit, you know? Yeah. Um, and so in order for us to move forward, in our family dynamics that we're dealing with, whatever the, you know, this is a thought that we talk about in the book, but problems are a shared dynamic for the whole family. Mm, yeah. And so if if I'm going through something physically, um, medically, there's no way that it doesn't impact my life for my children, right? right. Uh, if she had a, a transition on the job, it's a shared responsibility throughout the home. And so as we face that thing together, humility kicks in and in me saying that it's not just my way, it's not just your way, mm-hmm. it's our way. And so we have to humble ourselves to, to the point that 
you know, we're on the same team. So yeah. I think that that's why that's so important. That's and then the pathway for the values is, you know, we like to define values as the, the way you see life should go, should be, you know, mm -hmm. they're kind of like the lens over your right. eyes. And so mm -hmm. when you guys can connect and merge your values and discover what your home's values are, then there's a steady ease or a steady mm -hmm. stream to getting to your, through this transition right. or, you know, obtaining the vision and the goal that you guys are headed. But yeah. when you guys see life differently yeah. mm -hmm. and there's a different path to getting to where you want to go, there's always going to be speed bumps mm -hmm. and stumbling blocks. And so you yeah. have to take a moment to evaluate what your values are, what, you know, I have to evaluate what his values are and then merge the two. Okay. His values aren't wrong and mine aren't wrong. We just have to learn to bring them together. Yeah. And that way we can move on. And of course, that leads us to negotiation, which is where we begin to plan out. Well, my wife, for instance, she likes adventure um, and excitement. Um, and so if that's the case, how can we facilitate that on a week to week basis? How can we make sure that we incorporate that? um in our plans for the month mm -hmm. and that becomes okay we need to plan family trips yeah you know twice a year that becomes now a new tradition that our family celebrates mm -hmm. so that regardless to the transition phase that we are in yeah empty nesting at this point is where we are mm -hmm. but family is still a value for right. both of us we will now create a tradition that even though the kids are going to have their own places and they're finding their, themselves and building relationships, here's one thing we are going to ask them. Hey, once a year, we're going to have our family trip. Good. That means we're saving up money. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, we're negotiating how much money, where's the trip going to be, mm -hmm. um, how often are we going to meet together. And so now we're building the life of our dreams because we've clarified our dreams when we receive the, the clarity in our values. And that mm -hmm. happened when we humbled ourselves right. and, and, and began to seek to understand rather than to prove the other person wrong. Mm -hmm. That's good. That was real good, Sean. Yeah. I was like, I'm thinking like, that's a golden triangle right there. It goes here, here, here. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> no, I thought yeah. it was awesome. I, and, and I just, I think the, 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 the feeling that I get when I hear you talk about this stuff and, and again, I'm just, kind of mirroring y'all's place in your marriage versus our place in our marriage versus anybody who's listening to this. Mm -hmm. And it's just this intentionality about where you're going. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And, and, yeah. and, and, I, and you would think those would be easy conversations. I, I really do it. But I remember you and I had a conversation. It was, it was probably a few months ago. And I was like, I was like, hey, um, where are we going? Like, what, what, what do we see in the next 20 <laughs> oh, yeah. years looking like? Mm -hmm. uh, because, mm -hmm. you know, also... You know, we see transitions coming. Mm -hmm. We know and they're not not kid transitions, but they're you know career transitions, different things, the ministry. Yep. You know, so it's where do we see this? And yeah. and I don't know if we were on the same page. We don't. You know, we haven't quite decided on the landing page yet. Um, mm -hmm. But I just think it's important to have the conversations yeah. and to at least you know maybe that was the first. Maybe there'll be more. Um, but I know a lot of marriages just get really trapped in the nuances of life. They're just, you know, yeah. and yeah. I love that your both of your books are really in, in tune with each other. Don't be just roommates and just kind of nuance yeah. life to the point where then you're in, you know, some type of season where you don't even know each other, but also recognize right. the transitions and, and recognize how mm -hmm. that works. So I love that you guys 
uh, are talking about yeah. those? For, for, for us, this is, um, <laughs> we use the word legacy probably in every interview <laughs> and in everything that we're doing. It. It's all about legacy. Yeah. Um, we, we've, her parents, they were married for 36 years, 36 years before her father passed away. Mm. Um, and in my family, um, my parents weren't married, um, but where our family came from. Yeah. Um, and from what my father had to go through to become a captain um, mm. for uh, the county jail where we were in St. Louis. Mm. And my mom, she became an RN, a nurse. Mm. Her mom was an entrepreneur. They built uh, coming out of nothing. Mm. I mean, they were in the projects in St. Louis City mm. and they built, um, you know, and survived yeah. and, and, and built up to a point to where they amassed success. We literally are building upon the shoulders mm. of yeah. our parents Good. who we are proud of and we're grateful for. And now we're trying to set our children up for success to where they don't have to go through some of the things we went through, yeah. nor their grandparents or great grandparents. But now how can the kingdom of God mm-hmm. flow in and through our relationship to our children Good. and into this community, into the communities, wherever they will be? Yeah. Uh, we're trying to leave an imprint of light in a dark world yeah. that says when God is at the center of your relationships, the kingdom of God will flourish, will be blessed in every aspect of our lives. Mm-hmm. And that, my friends, is legacy. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, you know, one of the things that, again, we always say is we think day to day, God thinks generationally. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's He's okay. looking at our children's children, children. Yeah. And we're just looking at tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah. so sometimes it's, very similar to what you said, Scott. We got to wake up. We have mm-hmm. to shake ourselves mm-hmm. and say, hey, this transition is bigger than this moment. Mm-hmm. But this transition, if we don't do it right, will affect our children's children's yes. children. So a decision has to be made. Yeah. We have to be leaders. Yeah. And we have to go through this unified so that we come out on the other end. And so that our children can stand on our shoulders. Yeah. Man, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, 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 uh, that's just tough. I mean, you you know why it's tough? Because when you put it in the theory of legacies, it changes everything. Absolutely. It really does. Yes. I mean, yes. It brought, yeah. It's like my baby's baby's babies, you know? Yes. Which, which should shake us from a passive perspective, Mm -hmm. right? We don't have the time. To, right. to Netflix our lives away, right? And so I'm okay with watching a little TV, but listen, we got kids, you know what I mean? And if your children have behavioral issues, you can work through that. Yeah. You can love them, you can bless them, That's and good. you can help them to become the next generation of leaders. If you all are having difficulties in communication in your marriage, well, what, I mean, no one's impossible. We can, we can mm. overcome those challenges together, but it won't happen mm. as we sit and sulk or go to our own corners yeah. of the ring in the home. No, let's, let's get some, yeah. some therapy. Let's, That's let's good. get healthy. You know what I mean? What, what do we need to do in order to get past this hurdle? Because we've got kingdom work to do so and life is too short in this life, in this world. Yeah. And we have so much pain in this world mm. that we as kingdom people we shouldn't allow darkness to dominate in our own homes mm. and so that's where we have the holy spirit yes we've got friends yes. we've got a church community yes. we've got blended kingdom families yes. we've got sean and lynette.com right, we've got all this stuff <laughs> yeah. and, and, and we're sitting here just gonna allow the darkness to rob us 
of the destiny that no man no we, we're gonna fight mm. and that's what Lynette and I determined to do so I know I'm kind of going a little longer but here's it I mean we were at that point yeah where we were just getting our butts kicked and and it was because we didn't fight together mm. yeah. and 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 so when uncontrollable change happened to us we were already weakened because we weren't unified yeah. and so what we learned over time and it took us too long mm-hmm. But before we wrote the book, when we had the mm. uh, that aha moment, it was like, oh, we can beat this yeah. mm-hmm. now that we see the transition. Yeah. And that's one of the keys yeah. is recognizing when you're actually in a transition, mm-hmm. which most marriages are. And then what is that transition? And then how do we feel about it? Mm. And what can we do to face it head on and get back control of our lives? That is right. And in the transition mm-hmm. is where the transformation happens. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, and you know, when I love that y'all are just so kingdom because I mean that is I mean that is literally what blended kingdom families is all about. But you guys, like, we cannot. We are citizens of heaven. We are not citizens of this earth. So you cannot have one That's foot right. in earth side and one foot in kingdom side. Like it's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we yeah. build our families and our marriage and just the legacies on the bedrock of Jesus Christ, then nothing in this world will move us, including the transitions, the very thing that we're talking about. We can get through those things Mm. and victory is there. That's it. Behind me, Satan. I mean, you know, you get her fired up, man. She's going to go. Uh, You know, I I love it. I I love the heart for this book. I love what you guys are doing. And I know there are people, you know, and and I'm just going to talk to my audience, the camera, and it just, you know, I know that blended families, like you're in a constant state of transition, predominantly because you're basing your transition based on how the children are doing or how they're feeling or how you're getting along with your ex-partner, the back and forth. There's the, in blended families, the comparison to the, nu- the the nuclear the traditional family is is there's there's transitions every week you're transitioning your child in and out and so if you're listening to this and you're like you know I'm new to my spouse I'm dealing with all these things and all these transitions equip yourself with tools mm-hmm. equip yourself with biblical tools that will help you strengthen your marriage first that will provide the answers to the transitions so Man, it's it's powerful stuff. I'm so yeah. glad you wrote the book. I, I can't wait. I'm going to dive into it and, and get through it soon. And uh, I'm just excited for you. Um, we had a lot more stuff, but man, we talked about a lot of different things. Um, so we're kind of coming to the end. So I want to go through the, our two final questions. Yeah. Uh, one, from the authors, if you were had a blended family in front of you and you were giving them one big piece of advice or one nugget of information, what would you guys tell them? Get the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go to marriageintransition.com yeah. and get the, get the book. Uh, you need this ASAP. Uh, but no, uh, until then, here's what I would say. Um, dream down from heaven yeah. what it is that he would have your family to be from this point on, from this point on. Um, God is the God of purpose. There's nothing that he creates without a purpose. And when we can dream down what our purpose is um, and you can get on the same page as a team, Mm -hmm. 
as a husband and wife, here's what I see. Here's what she sees. This is how we can build it together. Mm. When you have a dream, you have a hope. And when you have a hope, you can endure suffering. Mm. You can endure the difficult times when there's a hope for a future uh, that you're working toward. Mm. And it makes the adversity, it it just becomes weight training. Yeah. Towards your goal, Mm. as opposed to you just going through Mm. and there's no hope because you don't even know where you're going. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you were talking, God has a picture in mind for your family. Mm. You just have to discover what that picture is, but then also keep in mind that he's not going to give just one person the full picture. Mm. But like you were saying, that picture, you may get one half and then the person, the other one may get the other half. You have to learn. It's a learned behavior to bring it together. Mm -hmm. And then you have the wonderful opportunity to build it, to yes. color it in. Yeah. God is with you and he will give you all the provision, all of the ideas, all of the, everything that you need in order to make that picture happen. Amen. Mm. Supernatural Good stuff. grace. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she gets real fired up. Uh, all right. And our last question, guys, and, and gosh, we love having you guys on the podcast. It's so forever. good. Uh, blended Kingdom Families is our ministry. What is a blended kingdom family to you guys? Mm. I look at it as a family who God um, has gifted Mm. um, to be able to uniquely express um, unity within diversity. That's good. I like Um, that. That that for me is a picture of the Trinity. Mm. Where we have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, Amen. unique expressions, yeah. and yet one God. Mm. Um, and so, when you have um, a blended family, you have so much uniqueness, mm-hmm. and yet you have this shared union that's there. Mm. And so, it becomes an expression of um, God Himself, mm. Um, mm. to where you can say, "Hey, we may." manifest who we are differently Mm. but we're all one in that we've agreed to be one team one family one body Mm. unified yeah that's beautiful yeah Yeah. i love that when you said unity and diversity i remember i wrote a paper in my master's class on the unity and diversity of the jews and the gentiles (laughs) yes and then there was there was unity within that and and, and that's exactly what i'm saying so here here you have two different yeah you have have completely different world and yet in christ what does he do he blends Mm -hmm. us in and makes us one family one family when the bible tells us that we are joint heirs with christ and now we have the same spirit within us that cries out abba father yes. so we now have the ability to mm-hmm. say that jews and gentiles alike mm-hmm. are one in yeshua hamashiach right we are one in christ jesus and and he is the messiah of us all mm-hmm. but all these nations when yep. we get to heaven it is a blended family yeah i mean mm-hmm. it, i was reading revelations the other day and it just blew my mind once again that all these nations will be there yeah. you know what's unique and i know we got to wrap it up oh, good. is Pretty that fun. in in heaven this blows my mind in heaven, you don't lose your nationality per se. Mm-hmm. It says specifically that in heaven, when we're before that throne, it was all nations and people. But we're, we will be 
one family that's represented before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Mm -hmm. We're all one under Abba Father. And so it's so important to understand that even though we come from different places and we're one in Christ, Mm -hmm. we don't lose our uniqueness within Mm -hmm. that oneness. Mm -hmm. And so a blended family is one that we can appreciate the uniqueness Mm -hmm. of where we come from, your different stories, your histories, and then it's togetherness that mm-hmm. expresses to the world the fact that we could be different yeah. and yet we're in agreement and we're unified as one body. I love it. So good. <laughs> There's like fire mm-hmm. coming off of this one. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, tell yeah. everybody where they can yes. find you. I mean, where they can find the book, uh, everything, yeah. Sean and Lynette. Tell us. All right. So. If you're interested in the book, of course, you can go to Amazon, but you can also go to marriageintransition.com. You can get the book there. But then if you want to reach out to us, there's our YouTube, Instagram, just know a little bit about us. Just go to our website, which is seanandlynette.com. Love it. Love it. Awesome. All right, you guys. Well, thank you all again so much for being here with us today. We just we love y'all. Yeah. Such a blessing. This was awesome. We love you guys, too. We're great. Such a blessing. All right, you guys. Well, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, the little bell, the ding ding notification thing. Hit that too. And every week you'll get notifications of when our podcast content comes out. We would love for you to be a part of the community. And if you've not left a review on our um, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to do that just to hear you know, what is encouraging you and just get your thoughts and feedback. And so today I want to share um, a review that somebody left and it is from AD. And they said, this ministry, this podcast, and the two individuals leading this charge are a blessing to my family. Oh, that was That's sweet. so nice. Thank you, AD. Um, but again, you guys, we just hope that this podcast blesses you today, and we love you, and we pray that you're blessed in all that you do. Have a great day. Hey, BKF community, we want to hear from you guys. If you would take the time to leave us a review, and you can find us on all social media platforms. Our podcast is like on every podcast platform. And you can visit us at our website at www.blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Yeah, guys, we're trying to reach every blended family all over the world. And we can't do this without your partnership. So please take a minute, like, share, comment, review, tell your friends. Tell them they can all go to blendedkingdomfamilies.com for great resources.